You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush and Ben Taylor. What's up, guys? We are back again. It's the Dad Bod Golf Pod, episode eight. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> My week didn't get any better from last week. Yeah, you can't. You're, you've peaked. <laughs> you've peaked in so many ways. You've I peaked have. emotionally, golf, golf game, everything. It's just... I you mean, can't get any better than that. Two number one courses. We talked about that. Kyle's all jealous. He got upset. He's Facebooked about it. He's tweeted about it. <laughs> now he's got something to hold over my head this week as you're doing a little something different. Ben, I may be making a career change. Uh, I don't know if this is a good decision. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, it, it, I think, I've, I think I've, uh, I've discovered my calling. After 18 holes. After... 18 hole, not technically 27 because we did a practice round yesterday. But after after ah. after 18 holes, I think I may be going looping full time. <laughs> what's your how's your wife feel about this? Have you talked to her? We haven't we haven't discussed it yet, but she'll understand. Who she'll, who have you who have you got? Who are you on the bag for? So I'm on the bag for a guy out of Southern California. Mm-hmm. His name's Jonathan Garrick. Yeah, he played at UC, uh, UCLA. Awesome dude. Yeah. Awesome dude. And uh, he's he's letting me tote his bags around this week. And this and is the form tour. The form was tour was the McKenzie. Yeah, the McKenzie tour. Um, yeah. but, but and then um, COVID hit and everything took place. And they McKenzie is the Canadian yes. tour. And then uh, yeah, so they're shut down. But they can't play anywhere in Canada right can't now. Can't play in Canada still. <laughs> outside. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, the form uh, they they created the form tour, and this is the second stop. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I put my name, I, I kind of put myself out there. If anybody needed a caddy, uh, got hooked up with John, Jonathan, and uh, we went Does it out. go by John? Does it go by Jonathan? I've heard it both ways. How's the rapport I've between calling, the two of them? I've just been calling him John. Okay. So that's what, that's what he... Uh, he hadn't yelled at you yet, so... He hasn't. He hasn't. <laughs> Possibly because uh, I'm, I'm an awesome caddy. <laughs> so, have, uh, have you broken any rules? I have you broken, cost him strokes? I haven't done any of that. Okay. I haven't done any of that yet. So um, we go out there, and my man shoots five under mm-hmm. first round. He's only seen the course once, technically. He played a he played a practice nine, played the front, and then played a practice nine yesterday when I went with him, and we played the back. So we went out there, and he is just absolute nails. He's just yeah. down the middle, hit 16 greens. He's just a freaking really. Yeah, he just he just just nails. He just it's it's awesome. All right, so let's put this in perspective. I, I texted Kyle because he told me what he shot, what John shot. He shot, said he shot a five under. For amateur golfers, I'd say the two of us. I mean, yes, Dad bought golf pop, but I'd say you know I'm I'm carrying right now an eight nine because I just updated my my handicap. I'm I'm carrying an eight nine. Right. So I mean, I'm struggling from the orange to put up. 75 to 80. <laughs> right. And that's from the We're orange. We're trying to break 80. Yeah, I'm trying I'm Let's trying to break honest. 80. I'm trying to break 80 from the orange. And Kyle texts me, he goes, my man puts up five under. And I'm like, from the tips? Yeah, man. 7,300 yards. And and when I shoot the 75, I'm saying, I play good golf. Yeah. For, like, like, there's no three putts and there's no doubles on that day yeah. that I shoot 75. <laughs> and there's probably two three putts and maybe a double on the day that I shoot an 80 from right. the orange. So I'm assuming he had no doubles and no, no three putts. Only one bogey. Only one bogey all day. Wow. Yeah. He played He played great, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, great experience. 
uh, we're going again. You're you're listening to this on Thursday, mm-hmm. so we have a one ten tea time. Mm-hmm. So get on the PGA Tour app. Follow the form um, tour. Yeah. Follow Jonathan Garrick. Mm-hmm. Select the form tour. Follow Jonathan Garrick, and you'll be able to kind of follow us along. I think they do updates every three holes. But um, okay, so I'm I, Kyle's not going to say this. I'm going to say it. When you look at the players, he's the good looking one. Like when you oh, go he, down, this is a handsome dude. Oh, he's super handsome. Is he as handsome in person <laughs> as he is on his profile oh, yeah. pic on uh, on uh, on PGA Tour dot com? He's dreamy. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, hope, that's awesome. No, he's great. He's great. Um, so I wanted to kind of walk through the round a little bit because it could have gotten off the rails early, and I kind of teased his story. I kind of teased his story Uh-oh. early <laughs> because and of you, because of me. Oh, boy. I was like, oh man, we've, we're only four holes in, and I could have just ruined the relationship. So, oh. All right, so, so we start off on the back nine, and he goes. Now they don't have them flipped here or anything. No, we I'm just, just start, watching, so everything's normal. They, they had got there's 150 something golfers in this thing, so they were going off the front and the back. Okay, so we started off on ten and easy par hits it to 20 feet, lips out for birdie, go to 11, easy par, lips out again for birdie. We birdie 12, par five. Um, he makes an unbelievable birdie on 13. He get down and he get home in two on the par five. Oh yeah. yeah easily. I just didn't easy. know how far back they had him play. I never played from the tips. I don't think. So I was, I didn't, wasn't sure how far back they were. Yeah, He's long. He's, yeah. he, it's, he got there easy. Um, we get to 14. So mm-hmm. I learned this thing about him. He is, he likes, he likes to carry when he hits a shot into a green. So like when he hits a green in regulation or a green in general from the fairway, he wants to immediately have his putter in his hand. Oh, Okay, so he wants to carry it, and uh, he he asked me for a few, a little bit of advice, not much on you know like what, some blind tee shots, where to hit this, how does the wind? Yeah, we talked about it in the last episode. Yeah, like we talked people to, that have never played this course before. This there's some tri- there's some tricky tee shots. Just about every other course. Uh, those of you listening outside of the area, uh, this is the Auburn Opelika Market, and just about every other course besides AU Club. I call it a seeable golf course. Every Pretty other course is. Yeah. Um, if anything, greens may be elevated, but you still know where you're hitting it. There's nothing right. really ever blind. Uh, the AU Club, Auburn University Club, um, that uh, the Auburn University Tigers practice at. Their practice facilities there. Their 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 house there. Like with where they when they get ready to travel, their buses are there. All that stuff. Right. All their gear. Um, little shrine of all the former famous Auburn golfers. When you walk in, there's in there. Um, this course. Is a course that, it, just off the top of my head, I mean, you're you know you play there way more than me, but there's a, there's a minimum of four blind tee shots I think um, that you're not real sure, and even if it's not blind, one for instance, everybody yeah. always wonders how far to what hit it hit? on yeah. one to keep from going in the ditch. Exactly, and and it doesn't matter if you're playing the white tees or the tips, you still don't know what to hit if you're to not keep from going in the ditch if you don't typically play the course. Right? Yeah, and it's and it's not blind. You see the ditch. You just are not real sure how far down it is, and it's all downhill, so you're not sure. Do I land it here and it's going to roll out? Is it going to check up? Is it soft? So it definitely helps. They're going to need a local person walking with them to tell them, "Hey, avoid that right side here yeah. at all costs." One thing he didn't ask a lot of help for was okay. was putting advice because this dude may be one of the best putters I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yes he he can lag putt from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like if he gets it anywhere around the green. It's going to be a kick-in two-putt. Okay. Um, he made, I think he missed one putt, like, inside 10 feet, had, and had a, had a pile of them. Mm-hmm. 
because he made he had six birdies. So um, so putting, it was his thing. Okay, so I just kind of tried to stay out of the way. So like I said, he wanted to have his putter in his hand. So, so he get, never asked for any read. Not he may, he may have asked for like, hey, just confirmation. Hey, it looks like the green's going. I mean, there's way. not very many tricky putts Pretty, out there. Yeah, it's like not super crazy. Like when I've been to Pinehurst and I was looking at a putt and I thought it was going right to left and the caddy tells me say, it's it's a foot outside left. It's going left to right. And yeah. I'm like, there's no way. There's no there's nothing like that at AU Club. Not really. No, the bi- biggest thing is like kind of figuring out which way the grain's going because right. they're kind of they can they can be kind of grainy. But anyway, so um, 14 is a par. It, 14 was our fifth hole, but it was a it's the 14th hole in the course as a par three. Mm-hmm. This was the first par three we played. Okay, so okay. I hadn't done the par three. I haven't done the whole putter, give him the putter and let him walk yet thing on a par three. So um, he hits his tee shot, you know, hits it on the green, and you know I'm wiping the club off. And like I guess at some point in time he goes ahead and gets his putter out, and he leaves the putter head cover on. <laughs> On top of the bag. On top of the bag. Uh, he, he didn't even tell me the story before we did this, y'all. He, I, but I know where it's going already. Because I so, know what I would have done here. So uh, I, I'm complete. Like, I'm focused. I got the club clean. I put it back in the bag. I put I strap it up, and I head out. And um, so we play the hole out. It's like a 180-yard par three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we start walking to the next tee box. And it's it's straight uphill. Like yeah. it's probably the most, it's the worst hill on the golf course mm-hmm. easily. No, it is. So we get about halfway up the hill and he hands me the putter and I reach back and there's no putter head cover. And I immediately went into a panic. I'm like, we're five holes in. I may be fired already. Like I've <laughs> lost putter head cover. So we get all, <laughs> we get all the way to the tee box. I, I was like, Hey dude, I'm gonna walk you to the tee box, but I think we lost the putter head cover. Uh-oh. And he goes, putter, put, he said, uh, he said, ah, uh, head covered down, huh? Just like that. And I was like, oh, man, I could just jump off, roll down this hill and just run away forever. I was like, yeah, I'll be right back. So I literally, like, take off running down the hill. And the hill, it goes, so we, it's all the way back almost by the tee box. So it, like, immediately fell off. So this this thing fell off when you strapped up. It, I strapped up. Out. I took I, it. Clearly, I took about three, three or four steps, and it fell off. So I and no officials are there to pick that up. Nobody stops me. No, no, no. So I run all the way back. I get the putter head. I'm back before they finish their their tee shot. So I was booking it, and I get back, and I am absolutely spent. <laughs> I'm spent, and I started thinking. I was like, I have like a finite amount of energy for this thing. And I just expelled a ton of it right now. And you're I, on the fourth hole, man. <laughs> We're only through you five. Got a, you got a lot to go. A lot of golf left. So uh, we get up there, and uh, he's kind of laughing a little bit about it. So um, he didn't say a whole lot. And I'm, I'm just, at that point in time, I'm trying to, like, focus and not pass out. Because yeah. I ran, I had, I'm, I'm, I'm a dad bod. I'm not in shape. No, there's no doubt. I'm not in shape. I can walk 18 holes. I don't care what kind of shape you're in. <laughs> When you're in panic run mode as opposed to focused jogging run mode. It was mode, pure adrenaline. Yeah. It was 100% and adrenaline. As soon as you got back, the relief and the cool down of the adrenaline coming yes. out of your system, 
That was when that refrigerator jumped on your back. I promise yeah, And you. then, like 15, like you go down off the tee box, and you immediately start climbing back up another hill. So oh, yeah. It's, an it's the worst part shot. of the course. That is yeah. the worst part of the course. I lost the putter head cover on the worst the only part thing of the that would have been better is on uh, 16, the par five is all downhill. So you get to, you know, you get yeah, to. Yeah, I kind of co- coasted a little bit. But there. still, man. <laughs> yeah. Were you begging for a pull card at this point? I was like, oh my God, I've got 13 holes left and I'm literally gassed right now. So. Okay, so my next question he got a staff bag or a carry bag? It's a carry bag. Okay. So it was manageable. <laughs> but still. It was manageable. But yeah, so I, you can imagine. The, the panic that I was going through. And I'll tell you another thing. Like I had, when we got to the greens, so on top of that, greens, I would have just complete anxiety around the greens because I'm thinking I got I got to um, make sure I don't step on anybody's line, you know, make sure the bag's oh, out of the way. Yeah. Make sure I'm not standing in anybody's sight line. Yeah. Sight lines. Make sure I'm standing still, know when to go get the flag, make sure I go put the flag back in. And then I got this putter head cover that I keep up with the whole time too. So I, after after that, I got a system going. I, I got I was, I was like, okay, let's get the bag out of the way. <laughs> let's get the bag out of the way. Let's clean. I love how you're breaking this down like a yeah. 12-year-old boy that's oh, yeah. trying to ask I a girl a check, out on a date right I now. I got a checklist. I got a checklist. So <laughs> let's get the bag out of the way. Let's clean the ball. That's number two. All right. Then I'm like, I'm staying out of his way with his putting putting routine because this dude's making everything and yeah. I don't want to yeah I'm not want to influence that get the flag put the flag back in immediately locate head cover yes <laughs> so okay so my question my next question is he's got a, a mallet putter blade Mal- putter he's a mallet guy he's a mallet guy um what what kind of putter was did, did he have a, a he different- has that the new well it's like the where they redid the Odyssey 2 ball it's okay. called the OG the, yeah like they went back and like redid them, so yeah, it's kind of like so it's an, an Odyssey putter, yeah, Odyssey, Odyssey mallet yeah. putter. I just didn't know if he did something like one of those, you know, Bryson uses one of those off the wall names because I, I, when I looked it up, I was like, are you kidding me? They're charging seven hundred dollars for these putters. I've never heard of them before. Yeah, um, so I wasn't sure if he used something like that. So, so it's not something that you because I used to be big when I help buddies out like that. If they always had blade putters, yeah. and I just shove it in my back pocket like my wallet. Ken didn't really do that. This one. Yeah, not it's with pretty this one. big. It's pretty big. Do you have a caddy bib, bib or no? No. So what I did. So I, see, that's I got a zipper the system. Next, the next thing is you got the, you, you know, on a caddy bib, you got your pouches up front. No, so you stick we didn't them there. have pouches. So I went. I got a little zipper system going with his bag. So when we got the putter head cover off, the putter head went in in the zipper in the side. From, okay. From now on, like from the middle of the fairway, I hand him the putter. <laughs> Head cover goes in the zipper. Okay. Not, no taking, not taking chances. But it's literally like the the first thing I did after all holes, all balls were holed and flag is in is I'm locating the putter head cover. Yes. Like we're not leaving without that in my hand. Yes. I so, got that. So um, we get, this is another funny thing that happens. So we kind of get through the front nine unscathed. We're two under through the front and we play, we go back to one. We play one. Then we get to two. So after number, that's a pretty good walk too. So. Yeah, that's a that's a good. You got to go uphill. You got to cross the street through a little small part of the neighborhood, but then you get downhill from there. Yeah. So um, I put I'm I'm always the last one off the green because I was the only caddy. So I put the I put the flag in. Oh, the other guy you're playing with or two that we play with two other guys. Three of you and they carried their own clubs. They carried their own clubs the whole time. So mm-hmm. um, they didn't have this 
they didn't have the advantage that was <laughs> that was me on the bag. So so after one, I put the flag in and like I start to call it the Kyle advantage. Yeah, <laughs> I start walking and I get to the tee box and I put the tee box down and he has one of these range finders that is a magnet and it sticks to the irons. Mm-hmm. So I had a pretty good system there, too, that I'd always be able to find the range finder. I had it right there on the irons. I put the bag down. There's no range finder. Bro, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, holy cow. What the hell is going on? I've lost a putter head cover, and now I've lost the range finder. And now four holes later, I'm losing the range finder. But I look up, and he's got it. Okay. And I was like, oh, I took a big sigh of relief. (laughs) So whenever he came off the green, he walked by, and he just snatched the range finder. Afterwards, I like look, man. We gotta have like hand signals, or like some like audio audible like cuckoo or something. Yeah. When I take the range finder, yes. I literally just had. I was like, I didn't. I, I I thought I've lost your putter head cover, and now I've lost your range finder. And he's just dying laughing at this point. So, so yeah. Other than that, it was it was great. He 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 made me feel like I was a part of it. You yeah. know, he asked me a lot of stuff, which. He did. He maybe probably didn't have to ask, but he 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 kind of made me feel involved, and uh, it was it was a really cool experience. It sounds really like from what it. you and I have talked about, um, you know, before before we got on here, it sounded like you were also kind of a comfort blanket for him. Like he asked for more like reassurance than anything. Like that he was, knew what he was going to do. Yes, um, but you know there there are certain situations where maybe such a blind tee shot. He said, "No, remind me again what this exactly uh, more of a reassuring type deal." A um, couple of more things. <laughs> do you, did you did you count? I didn't tell you to do this beforehand. How many balls he had in the bag? Yes. Okay. We made you did. sure. We made sure because what was funny is I didn't know if he had a superstition. Some guys fu- are like, I have to carry nine or I have to carry six. It's funny that you said that because we came to the practice round and he's like, I only have one ball. So <laughs> he came to the practice round with one ball. He's like, I forgot to reload. Balls. So, so did he have to go to the pro shop and buy more? Or he just no, grabbed practice balls. No, he uh he was just he just played one ball and then and never lost it. And wow. and just played really well. So uh I made sure I was like, we got more than one ball, right? So we had <laughs> we had plenty of balls. Um so that was you know, that's funny that you asked that though. Does he but you don't know like how many he had in there? He didn't I mean he didn't have like probably a, like five or six. Oh, so he didn't have like a he didn't have like no, a we didn't box. have yeah, I don't, <laughs> he didn't have four he, sleeves. He didn't stop by and get the top flights before at Walmart before he headed out there? No. Uh, <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> um tees. He carried his own tees. He asked you for tees. He we he got we got tees at the uh, first tee. So like when they let you off, there's a box there. So he said I I, I like wooden tees. So he got the he got those from there. Okay. Here's um, another funny thing. So I didn't realize this, but like pros kind of diss like Dick Sporting Goods oh, the PGA no Superstore. Yes. Oh, so, of course they do. So like they made jokes when he only they they, all, they um when he only had one ball, some of the other guys are playing with they're like, you know there's a Dick's in town, but and they like laugh. <laughs> and then I didn't get it because I go to Dick's all the time. <laughs> But after after the round, they're like, "Hey, man, you know they got brush tees too at Dicks." Blah, ha, they laugh. So if you if you wear if you use brush tees, pros laugh at you. I know, that, yeah. <laughs> well, that was what I had one laugh at me because um, there's a lot of places, even locally, uh, Saugahatchee will provide um, plastic tees. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think, does AU Club do plastic tees or do they do wooden tees? I think they sell wooden tees. Yeah, I think they're wooden tees. I think they're in little small packs at the at the front. Um, RTJ is both. Yeah. um, Wooden and um, 
here locally. I'm not real sure what the pines is. Probably don't even have teas in there or they're brush teas, more than likely what they are. Um, so I am playing in a pro-am and I like the plastic teas with the prongs on them. Yeah. I, I don't like the plastic teas that are like the flat plastic that look like wooden teas, but they're plastic. Yeah. I like to have the little, I don't know why, but I like the little prongs, especially on par threes because it sits it up just enough where it's, yeah. it's like off the ground. And it took about four or five holes in. And when I teed it up, I mean, he was like, you know, the best thing I love about those tees, I mean, you can actually use a hammer and put them into the ground and I have to worry about breaking them or anything like that. And at first I thought, he's throwing shade at me. Like, he's, <laughs> he's making fun of me for yeah. my plastic tees. So, yeah, they're big. Like, the pros are big on wooden tees. They leave mark. Apparently, the plastic tees will leave, like, little marks on your driver. Yeah, apparently they – Hit the, the ball much better than I do. Harder. That, that, they swing that, a lot harder. Yeah, it doesn't so. seem to be an issue with me. Like when, because <laughs> that's what he told me. He, he was like, "Man, you're gonna scuff up the bottom of your driver." And I look at the bottom of my driver; it's squeaky clean, except for dirt marks. And I'm like, "Yeah, it's not an issue in my in my world." So, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, they're they're big on the wooden tees. So, well, man, that's awesome. I, I when you when you said you were doing, I was like, 18 holes of hauling around a bag and not being able yeah. to swing a club and. Then you went and did yourself in by doing calisthenics on the par three where you forgot. The I feel good over. about I don't think we're going to lose anything tomorrow or today. I guess it'd be today. Yeah. I don't think we're going to lose anything. I think we got it. I think I got it. I got a good system down now and I probably just jinxed myself. But how I, was the cohesion between the two of you? Y'all laugh, joke a little bit. Yeah, we talked. Um, we talked. I, I, I could kind of tell he was in the zone. So I kind of just hung back and line let him approach me. But he, you know, he's. He's human, so he he we had to we had to you know talk a little bit. One of the guys in our group was from NC State, so he's still reeling from. Oh, I'm sure he's up. <laughs> he's still reeling. So from, is he is he one of those? He mad at Vandy or is he mad at NCAA? Both. <laughs> no, he wasn't really mad at he wasn't so mad at Vandy. It's just the whole, you know, the the whole oh, misfortune. Yeah. He's like, you know, we haven't national titles don't just like. Come, no, that's not something NC around. State just yeah. gets on any sport. Right, and, and they had a really good team. That oh, they were the got hottest it. team in the tournament. Yep. I mean, they'd won seven or so in a row, so I'm sure he was upset. So, um, And I told, I talked a little bit about it uh, last time when the LPGA Tour came, my buddy that ended up caddying for this young lady who is on the LPGA Tour. Like, they, they che- he checks in on her from time to time. Like, she's, she's out there, she's touring. Um, but he broke the ice with her because on day two when she was not doing very well at all. And she'd hit probably, at this point, he said, midway through the round, she'd probably gone at about four or five bunkers. And, of course, being the caddy, you're going to be the one raking, raking the bunkers yeah. and that kind of hey, thing. Hey, never hit a bunker today. And he never – see, there you go. So you didn't have to rake a bunker. That was another thing I, that was another thing I had a little bit of anxiety about. <laughs> raking the bunker and doing it. Because you can get a penalty. Like, yes. They can call a penalty on you if you rake it bad. Yes. Like, that's – So you're sitting there going, I, I do – you know. So it's funny you say that because – so this this guy – and uh, and he'll know who I'm talking about if he's if he's listening to the to the pod whatsoever. He after she's in her third or fourth bunker, he looks at her and he's re- he's he's super country too. And he says, "Hey, you got to quit hitting in these bunkers." And she just kind of looks at him. And he goes, "It's too damn hot in there for you to be." Because it was like a hundred degrees. He goes, "And I've been raking all the he." He got a laugh out of her and got a giggle out of her. She settled down. She started playing, but I thought, Man, that's some nerve right there. And he was like, oh, she was having a bad day. He said, we had to do something to try to get a smile on her face. She was, at that point, she wasn't talking to the people she was walking with, which she was before, and she just was kind of, you know, as we'd like to say, slump shoulders and just kind of to herself. And so he needed to break the ice, and he did that. And 
he said after that she played fairly well. So uh, he he was glad he did it. But he said when he first did it, he he got a little nervous by the look on her face because <laughs> she just looked threw, at him. He just threw that out there. Yeah, he was like, he was like this could get me fired like mid round in round two, and uh, and and it didn't. Uh, she ended up laughing about it and thinking it was pretty funny. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, it's real interesting. I always find it curious how much a, a pro will use a local caddy because you see it. I mean, even in the pros, Matt Kuchar did it. Caught a lot of flack for it whenever he went. <laughs> he's in Mexico. You know, when he went to Mexico, he grabbed a local caddy there. Hey, they shook hands. They did. They, they did. They hand. did shake hands. They agreed <laughs> on everything up front. I, that's where I will defend Kucher. However, I he could have missed the cut. I will also throw him under the bus and say, okay, but once you made the cut and once you got on up there, it's time to renegotiate. Maybe you know, so. That was that was pre-cut negotiations, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's it's like the in Bagger Vance, the whole thing where he was like, "Oh no, man, fifty cents looks pretty good from where I'm sitting." <laughs> exactly, exactly, <laughs> from the way he was playing. Uh, so I always find it interesting, though, how much they may use the local knowledge or how much they just want to, as you say, you know, show up, pick it up, and keep up. And uh, don't lose head covers and and don't lose head covers or range finders, which, uh, yeah, y'all got to come up with a system. So, you know, you're not leaving anything behind. Yeah. Uh, So that was awesome. That's a great experience. Absolutely. Be looking forward to recapping that next week. Yeah, uh, we're going to recap. Yeah, we'll recap the the Um, finish. And uh, he did say you said five under, but you said there were a couple of guys posted 10 under out there today. Yeah, there was two 10 under rounds, which is absolutely insane. But we're I think we're tied for 12th right now. Okay. So we're just the top 10, baby. Yeah, we're looking good. We're looking good. Looking good. So the two best good the two best looking guys on the course in one group. So if you guys locally are listening, y'all get on out there and see Kyle walk walk, yeah. walk the I'll two be best looking. It. Yeah, I'll he'll, be he'll be the he'll be the, the guy sweating the bullets. Hottest the, part of the day tomorrow. So. Oh man, I got to make sure to one thing. I, I remind reminded myself. I'm, I want to bring some some gnat spray. The gnats oh, are pretty y'all bad. Have, y'all have the gnats, the gnats out. are pretty bad. Today, yeah, so. got to bring some. I got. I got to bring. I got to write that down. Make sure I bring that for the round today. They got us at Shoal last week. It. First world problems. Yeah. <laughs> you keep bringing it up. I had to, man. I had to. Uh, so we move from there to the. We talk about some of the hot golfers on the on the form tour and that you're caddying for both physically and their game wise. Um, but one <laughs> right now who is you you mentioned it to me. I am shocked. 44 under in the last two tournaments. Yeah, you talk we, about on fire. Yeah, we 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 got talk, to talking about the playoff last week, and we mm-hmm. kind of ran out of time to talk about the biggest tournament over the weekend, which was the Women's PGA Championship yes. and uh, at Atlanta Athletic Club, mm-hmm. which I've played. Mm-hmm. I played that course, and it's awesome. And those greens are absolutely blazing. Are they? Are they what everybody says they oh are? Oh my God, they're so fast. Yeah, they're so so fast. I mean, you, you can't even. You've, I've never played anything faster. A buddy of mine, uh, when he had played it, he said that they had uh, the pros had told him said, "Oh, you guys are in luck. We've had to, we've we slowed them down because we got some junior tournaments coming up. Oh my so we we slowed them down." And he got out of there and he said they were still faster than anything he'd ever ever played locally. He's he's from the Auburn Opelika area, and he said even when. Like Saugahatchee at one point in time when they were redoing their greens, the grass didn't come in great. So it basically it was like putting on dirt so there was no grass. He said it was faster than those at that point in time. And that was, I mean, that was a few years ago, but still. Uh, so I wondered how fast they were. They're they're absolutely blazing. But Nellie Corda. She didn't have a problem with it. She had no problem with it <laughs> whatsoever. She liked it. She liked the speed. Shoots 19 under and wins her first major at the uh, – 
the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. I don't think people that's awesome. understand. 22 years old. How great at the Atlanta Athletic Club. I don't even care if they're playing from the women's tees. 19 under is. Shoot, there's that's not – I mean, they weren't playing close. No. It was still somewhere around like 65, 65-ish hundred yards, which is the tee boxes we played from. Yeah. And I shot – I think I shot 81, and I was fired up. Mm. And that was that's because I had a really big – I had a couple of really big numbers on holes that I would play different the next time I played. But, like, yeah. I played – I thought I played pretty well. And freaking she shoots – uh, 70, 63, 68, 68 to just that's basically 60, that's kind of 63 run away. on Friday was just unbelievable. I mean, she was, she was making them from everywhere. And, 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 you know, we, we say that and we talk about how good she is and how hot she is moving into, you got a couple of things coming up. Uh, the Olympics that uh, she's going to be going on. You got the Solheim Cup that she's undoubtedly going to be a part of, even though those you know those names haven't been released yet. But she's going to be a part of it. There's no doubt. Right. Um, but she's just she's up at number one right now in the Rolex Women's World Golf Rankings. Which when you're 19 under at and you're, you just got your first major at the Women's PGA Championship, um, it's actually her sixth title that she's gotten thus far uh, in her right. career. Sixth win. Um, but at 22, headed in the right direction, which is absolutely north and on fire. Won her last two events, and she's 44 under in her last two events. That's amazing. 20, she won. She won. She was 25 under in her last event, which was last week. Another Bermuda Green player. We talked about Florida and Bubba on the last episode. Uh, Braden in Florida is where she's from. Uh, home's in Sarasota, so she's she grew up on Bermuda. Um, but right now, I think you could let her play in the parking lot of our building, and she'd be just she's fine. She's zoned out. She's zoned in right <laughs> she, now. She'd she be is. just fine. But she's awesome, and like, there's really no excuse anymore to not get behind and not watch women's golf right no. now. Especially no. if you're in, you're an American, you have you have a 22 year old young vibrant like awesome golfer she hits bombs she averages yeah. over she hits she hits she hits it further than a lot of the dad bods there's no are, doubt that are listening she hits it i think she's averaging somewhere around like 275 off the tee she hits bombs she can putt like a just she's an unbelievable mm-hmm. unbelievable putter uh the world number 1 she's going to be she's going to be here for a long time and She's incredibly good looking too. So that that yes, that shouldn't shouldn't matter, but it definitely helps. Let too. me just go ahead and tell you right now that whole family. <laughs> we, were just, talk, we were talking. Oh about, we were talking what about what a family. We we're talking about you and your guy and, and you caddying and you being out there and how how good looking the two of y'all are. Y'all don't <laughs> hold a candle to this family. No, I mean this family. This is cut out of a magazine. Not All not only them. not only looks, but a- athletic prowess. You, you got, got her her sister. Who is Jessica? Old, who's older, Jessica? She's heck. She's got uh, how many wins? I just I, I was just looking at. She's won. She's won six times as well. Yeah, she's got six wins. Uh, she also will be on the Olympic team. We'll get to the Olympic team here in a little bit. We'll talk about that. But that's pretty cool too that you get to play with your sister for the United for, States of America. That is awesome. Uh, that's that's pretty awesome. Um, but you got Jessica. You got um, her dad is Peter. I'm, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce his name. I mean, right. it's, it's uh, and then you got uh, Sebastian, her brother, who um, who He's is a tennis Wim- player and playing in Wimbledon and doing great. 
Um, and then her mom, Regina, who also was an athlete at one point in time. Right. I mean, it's... I bet... What a family. I, I bet they race <laughs> to go get juice from the refrigerator at Oh, home. man. Like, it's, I bet they're so competitive. That's got to be... The three of them? Got to be. And, and, or not the three of them, the five of them. Mom right. and dad, too, probably... Dad probably putting them in their place. Yeah, so Sebastian's playing in Wimbledon right now. He won his first match. <laughs> the dad, Peter, won the 1998 Australian Open mm-hmm. in tennis. So, like, you got – I mean, it's just stud athletes everywhere. Yeah. It's like every dad's dream. Yeah. I just want studs. <laughs> I just want stud athletes yeah. everywhere. I want to have – I want to. Uh, you know, when my kids grow up, I want them to be athletes and take after uh, me and mom, and then they do. And they do better because one's right. just one or – First major and you two and two of your two of your daughters are about to go represent the United States of America in the Olympics. I can't even imagine. I want my daughter to play golf so bad, <laughs> but she has no interest whatsoever. Neither, neither one of mine do. She wants to be a cheerleader or gymnastics. I want her to play golf so bad. Maybe she'll get into it later in life. But like, I can't even imagine the that like. I'm proud. I'm proud of my kids just yeah. for you know getting doing good on a spelling test yeah. or not peeing in their pants overnight, <laughs> like stuff like that. I can't imagine the the pride that you feel to watch your daughter go win a major. That's just unbelievable. And we mentioned um, the U.S. Olympic team uh, for the women, uh, 22-year-old Nellie Quarter. We just mentioned her. She's going to be on the Olympic team. Her sister, 28-year-old Jessica also Corda, also going to be on the U.S. Olympic team. And then two names that – are still familiar. I, one may not be as familiar to some because it's been a it's been a couple of years uh, since she's won. Uh, Lexi is Lexi Thompson, twenty six year old Lexi Thompson, um, is one of the is the third person and uh, eleven career PGA Tour or LPGA Tour victories. Seems like she's been playing forever and she's only twenty six. I know it's incredible. And she is one of those where she is Miss America. She loves showing up for these type of events. Yes, uh, the Olympics. Um, the, the Solheim, you know, any, any sort of event that she can represent the United States of America, she has that, I told you before we went on, she's got that, that Patrick Reed or Ian Poulter mentality. You just, you can't count her out in a country driven event, right? Uh, no matter how bad she's playing now, right now she's on an uptick. She's, she's playing fairly well right now. Um, but she's uh, the third one. And then uh, the one I was mentioning that uh, some people are going to hear the name. that It's going to ring a bell. It's, it's 28-year-old Danielle Kang, um, also an American, uh, going to be representing the United States of America. So um, she actually, the reason you may not have heard her is, it, I was reading in her bio, I didn't realize that um, she she had a scare with COVID. She took all of COVID off. Like, she didn't play. Play it all last year. Mm-mm. Yeah. She completely went uh playlist and just worked on her game so yeah she kind of jumped out she jumped out on tour and her, her first win was a major was the was the pga uh, women's pga championship yes, because and she came off of uh her amateur wins in 2010 and 2011 and then immediately went in there and started winning on the lpga tour uh after she dropped her amateur status so um she is she is somebody that also is another miss america so you got right. you got the two Blonde-haired, blue-eyed, all-American Corda sisters. Yes. And then the two that bleed red, white, and blue in exactly. Corda and Lexi Thompson that are going to be playing on the Olympics. Kang and Thompson. Uh, yeah, I mean, Kang and Thompson. So um, it is going to be pretty fun to watch. On the men's side, uh, we transition to that. That also got announced. Um, and it, they don't have a bad team either going into... Pretty good little squad. <laughs> ...into the Olympics. Uh, Justin Thomas... 
And they're the number two ranked player in the world. Uh, he will be playing along with the number three ranked player in the world, Colin Murakawa. And then you got Shuffley, who's 27 years of age, also in there, who has been hot as of late. That was, wasn't he, wasn't he one of your picks? He was my pick. Yeah, he was your pick. Um, he made the cut. He did. He did make the cut. He didn't do as well as my picks, but he did make the cut. Right. And then you got uh, DeChambeau, which uh, love him or hate him, he's he's one that um, he is. You saw he had the red, white, and blue uh, Pumas on, and yeah. uh, for the U.S. Open, so he's he's really taking this to heart and really enjoying it. Yeah, and you got. I mean, I can imagine. I'm proud for these guys that actually accept these. You know, accept these. You know, opportunities, and I know that. There's probably not much money involved, and oh, it's probably the only money they're getting out of it's probably going to be some sponsorships. Sponsorships, um, and United you're going to have to travel. United all the States way. is not going to pay them. Sure, and the, you got to travel all the way to Tokyo. Yeah, which is and they'll. I mean, they'll. You know, U.S. will cover their. Not that. I mean, with these these four guys have made plenty of money. They'll be fine. I mean, right. they'll they'll fly privately over there. But you know, the Justin Thomases of the world. Uh, he missed out last time. You know, Ricky got his spot. Ricky ended up playing last time in the yeah. in the Olympics. And uh, I am he has been asked and he has not answered. Everybody's asking him if he's going to get the Olympic rings like Ricky did tattooed. <laughs> I um, don't think he's he does be. have a tattoo, yeah. so he's not afraid of tattoos. So I don't know if he will or he I will not get them. I don't think. I don't you don't think, think you don't think JT's that. getting no. them. No, but that's a that's a fun squad. That's a this is a fun time, you know, having golf back in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I guess this will be the second time we have the second yes. time since they've they've started it back and it's a pretty solid squad. It's a pretty good squad. It's a young so. squad. You know, last time we sent uh of course we did have Ricky, but we sent Kucher last time. Yeah. Um which I mean he's he, he ain't no spring chicken. I mean, all these guys are under the age of thirty. Uh, so I'm hoping that the youth and exuberance will, and uh, I haven't even looked at the rest of the field to see who's representing the other countries that are going to be going. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty excited about the four that the United States is going to send for the men. Uh, all four of them playing good golf right now. Yes. So, uh, they're hitting it at the right time. And I understand that, that it's not like the, the tournament is going to be held next month, but still as they finish out their season and then they move on over to play in the Olympics, um, they they will be coming off of a quote unquote high so sure. in a good year so um, looking forward to it I'm I like golf being in the Olympics I mean I know that's I mean we do a golf pod so we're supposed to like golf right um, it caught a lot of a little bit of flack you know the last Olympics when it was in it because everybody was like well who cares well I cared I watched them yeah every time fun. they played so uh, I enjoyed it um, apparently I was one of the few, I think all the I golfers don't, I'm like not it. crazy about the format. Um, I'm not crazy about it. Are they going to switch that format up this time around? There was rumors that they may do that. I, I will have because you look, weren't the only one that wasn't crazy. You'll about have it. to look that up. I didn't like it being individual. Yeah. And so, like, if you, you know, I want to see, I want it to be. Well, it's going to still remain individual. I think. I, and I don't think know. I don't really know how you do it, not individually. I mean, I guess you could. You could format it like they did the. Um, they do the Zurich Classic in New Orleans. I mm-hmm. want to see team. I want it to be, you know, team oriented. I don't know how you do a four a four person team. I guess you could you could still break it up and do two and two. No, it's still individual. Uh, competition f- consists of seventy two hole individual stroke play, both men and women. Four rounds scheduled over four days, all consecutive days. Scores cumulative round to round. Yes, I mean, you know, there are some individual. There are some individual sports in the Olympics, obviously, but I don't know. 
kind I get of break it. get break up the monotony and do and make it make it more team oriented. I think that would be more fun and more interesting to see like alternate shot or you know. Well, stuff and that's like the that. thing is they you know they say it, their their argument to it the last time was well that's what the Ryder Cup's for the Presidents Cup's for and I thought. Yeah, but that's not the same. This is once every four years. This is well. Number one, it's once every four years. Number two is on the Ryder Cup and on the Presidents Cup. The Americans are just playing with the Americans. Presidents Cup, you got them from all over the world that are playing against the Americans, and yeah. the Ryder Cup is just the Europeans against the Americans. So you leave out the South Africans and the Australians and the New Zealanders and and the Asian Tour and all that kind of stuff. Sure. <clears throat> so I disagree when they make the comment. Well, that's what the Ryder Cup and Presidents Cups for. That's why we do it, just stroke play, and that's it. And it's like, no, you're still not comparing apples to apples. You're doing apples to oranges because there's more teams now in the Olympics. than It's just two teams facing each other in the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup. Yeah. Here, ever how many many countries are represented are going to be how many teams or how many players are in the tournament. So I don't – I'm like you. I really wish they'd make it more of a team event. Can you imagine playing a four-man scramble with those four guys? No, no, no. I wouldn't. Better yet, I would, can you, you imagine right playing now, four man scramble and having court on your team with t- 44 under the last two? I'll tell you what, I'm not flying to Tokyo to play in a four man scramble. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do, we can do some crazy stuff, alternate shot, best, you know, four ball, whatever, whatever you want to do. But you think I can get them down to Silicaga to play shamble. a practice round with us? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. You know, but I don't know. I think a team. I think a team format would be fun. I think it would be a li- a little bit make it a little bit more interesting. I can kind of see how it seems like it's just another tournament. Mm-hmm. Like it's just another tournament. They're just wearing their team. They're wearing their country colors. So yeah, I, w- I would like to see something a little bit more fun, a little more juice, a little more exciting. Mm-hmm. But but it's just good to have golf back in the Olympics. Yep, and good to talk about it too. Totally agree. So that's your Olympic rundown, and, and uh, for the both men and women. It can't get here soon enough, in my opinion. I mean, I, yeah. number one, I like the Olympics. And um, the Olympics is just one of those things when you grow up, whatever's on, even the Winter Olympics. Are you ever going to sit down in a December and watch some sort of skiing competition? Figure skating? Never. Give me all of that. When the Olympics <laughs> roll around, I'm all about it. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'm uh, screaming at the television. That short track speed skating yes. is freaking exhilarating. Yes. I love it. That that is they got those blades on those things that are like twenty four inches. Yeah, there's long. no doubt. Like, yeah. Give, give it to me. I'm all about anything that's I mean, I'm one of those people when the Olympics is on and they start coverage at nine in the morning, I am sitting in front of the television until it goes off at What's midnight. That? What is that uh time difference? That's gonna be tough. They are. They're like a whole day ahead. They're ahead of us. Yeah, <laughs> they. I think they are because I think they're on the same time zone as Australia, if I'm not mistaken. So they're literally 18 hours ahead of us. 18 or 19 hours ahead of us. Something that's gonna be there. tricky. That's yeah. gonna be tricky. We we'll ha- might have to watch some. It, you got to stay on social media because yeah. they're gonna do no, everything sp- tape delay, so you can watch alert. it. Yeah, you can't. You. It, it, I hate. You can see Bob Costas now. 14 hours plus 14 hours. See, there you go. So you got Bob Costas that comes on the television ahead and says, if you haven't seen today's events, please turn away. And it's like, oh, bro, don't do the highlights now. Do it later on in the evening after I go to bed. Don't do them now. But, I mean, I understand where they're coming from. They got to. Yeah. So Olympics coming up, all kind of stuff, all kind of fun golf stuff. And we'll have, you know, hopefully some more updates from my – adventure as being a caddy i'm looking forward to it next tuesday's pod we'll do that we'll have the recap hopefully you don't do anything stupid to get him kicked <laughs> out of the tournament 
that's like, yeah, if we make if we make the cut, like it gets serious. Yeah, you got to really behave then. It's serious now, but it's like it's even more serious once once you get past the cut. I mean, he plays the same day he did today. I mean, I can't say that you go out there and you shoot five under, but he plays tomorrow like he did today and just goes fairways and greens. You're making the cut. Yeah. Um, I don't Fingers think that's going to be an issue. So, um, and I got my system down now, so I don't see us losing anything. Let's not. Let's not, let's not jinx, jinx it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit. I don't. The one thing it could rain today. Mm-hmm. So Thursday there could be some rain. So I got to learn. I got to learn umbrella etiquette. <laughs> yeah, there is a fifty-fifty chance of afternoon showers on so Thursday. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get. I might have to Google or YouTube some. Uh, umbrella etiquette there, yeah so. hey, you know what you can and can't get away with the good news is hey the, the don't forget keep his gloves dry if it starts raining his golf gloves keep you see the caddies do it they keep them locked on the inside of the umbrella that's good. so that so that way so here's your tip that's good i'm, I'm trying to help that's you noted that's I'm trying noted. to help you don't forget the putterhead cover or the range finder <laughs> yeah. or the tees or make sure you have one more than one ball, too. Right. Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> we'll see y'all next Tuesday. Don't forget to follow us. Instagram, uh, Twitter, DadBod Golf Pod, TikTok, DadBod Golf Pod. Uh, you can always email us, DadBodGolfPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we have had a couple of emails. And uh, don't forget to uh, also rate us. Um, Kyle's rate, talked about that. Rate, subscribe, and review. Yes. Rate, subscribe, review. If you leave a review, we will read it. We did that last time. We'll do that again this time. We got a new one. Um, we are pretty excited. We'll be able to cover next Tuesday how Kyle completely went off the rails and screwed up again in the final <laughs> two rounds of the Form Tour tournament. And Hopefully then we'll not. also uh, take a look at uh, this weekend's tournament that's coming up and uh, run down some of the recaps of what all it's what all's going on. And I got to check and see if Corda's going to be back in a tournament this weekend and see if she can get it to like 65 under in the last three tournaments. She might break 100 in the next two weeks. I wonder if there's – we got to look that up before next episode, what kind of record What's there the is. What's the record, out. yeah. What is the record for consecutive tournaments and under par? She's yeah. got to be – I'm telling you, she's got to be bumping That's gotta on That's got to be it. close. The only one that I could think of in women's golf that may top that was Annika back when she was on fire and in her prime. There were a bunch of tournaments in a row where she was shooting easily double digits under every single time she played. So I'm sure she's – It's the number's probably up there. But when you're putting up 19s – and 20s. 25. Yeah, and 25s in a tournament, you catch up real quick to the 10s and 11s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we shall see. So we'll do that on next Tuesday and a recap of everything that's going on. And, uh, again, don't forget to follow us and check us out on the on the worldwide internet web, uh, Dad Bod Golf Pod. You can just search it in wherever you get your podcast. Bingo. Dad Bod Golf Pod. Always stroking. You've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Always stroking. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.